Get ready to laugh out loud with Wise and Nerdy, the show hosted by two hilarious dads who bring their unique blend of wit, wisdom, and nerdiness to the airwaves. From sharing hilarious anecdotes about their own experiences to giving advice on navigating the ups and downs of life, these two dads have got you covered. That's not all. They're also obsessed with all things nerdy, from comic books and sci-fi movies to video and board games. So whether you're a fellow dad, a pop culture fanatic, or just in need of a good laugh, this is Wise and Nerdy. And now, let's have some fun. Yes! God, he talks too much. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Welcome to Wise and Nerdy Experience, where we are so happy you're here to participate with us. There's a couple of ways to do that. First off, though, I'm Rock got a podcast in Charlotte Fall. There is the one and only... Embrace underscore Joseph underscore Ard. Howdy. Our, the figment of our imagination, since, since Woodard is so in demand and cannot actually be here live, we have the real Uncle Grandpa, VO by Kurt. I hate you so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just because these recorders are going to be used in deposition later when you get taken to court by Mike. It's okay. That's all right. I ate him for breakfast. <laughs> I'm not even sure. Let's 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 go to the next segment before you can participate in the question of the week, right? Because we have that. And actually, Joe, while we do this question, I am going to go to the uh, Spotify podcasters from Spotify and get our answers from the last couple of weeks where we put out questions. So that's one way you can participate with us and play and have fun is answer those questions of the week. Uh, and on the podcast, even after the fact, the question of the week is every time the question of the show. And so you can go and, and answer it. We will read it at some point in the future. And otherwise, come out live on twitch.tv slash wise underscore n underscore nerdy and be here 8.30 p.m. Eastern now is what we're doing on Twitch. And uh, you can even feed Kurt jokes because Lord knows he needs some help. wow Uh, and you know something that's near and dear to our hearts is a speak pipes you know you can call dad go to wisenerdy.com you hear all you'll hear all this again throughout the show i just want to talk about how uh on the patreon episodes we record you know up to 30 minutes or sometimes more before the show kurt's gonna start bringing some unique stories to that that and after the show you know either way whatever floats yeah kurt yeah, Kurt. No, it's not Patreon time, Kurt. Sit the back. Sit back in your chair. <laughs> it's a question of the week. <laughs> oh, my God. That was so good. <laughs> the question of the week is, if you could summon any hero to fight for you, who would it be? Me. <laughs> <laughs> Meh, I heard meh from from. Of course you did. Um, any any, I don't know, Joe. Who would you? That's an interesting question. So, if I, I assume I'm in trouble if I'm needing to summon them to fight for me, so it's got to be some anime powerhouse because those are on ridiculous levels rather than uh, DC or Marvel. So I'm thinking maybe uh, Goku would be one that that a lot of people would know. But uh, if I'm going outside of popular uh i'll go with sato from death march to a parallel world rhapsody he is ridiculously op and he would just wreck anybody that came after me oh kurt (laughs) how do do you not go with one punch man (laughs) well I've never actually watched One Punch Man, so it's there's one that. punch. I know, I know the premise. <laughs> it's one punch, except when it's not. Because he holds back because he's a human. He's not an animal. <laughs> he, has, he has to land that punch, right? I mean, that's that's the thing. Um. <laughs> oh, uh, um. Godzilla. No. <laughs> You can't know. Uh, um, I can't remember the character's name or the name of the movie. It's Ryan Reynolds, where he was the non-player character. His name was Deadpool. Guy. No, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he's just what was Guy, the, what was isn't that movie? it? Yeah, his name is Guy. But what was the movie? Uh, oh shoot! Right, as soon as we think of um, it, that was it. Yeah, I know. It's gonna. Uh, it's it's bugging me now because I I want to say I just watched it. Not I did too that long ago. Free 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 guy, right? Free guy. Free, yeah, free, free guy. guy. 
Yeah, I summoned him because not only is he funny, he, he you can't defeat him because he's a, a computer game. He's just going to regenerate, right? And then he pulled all the stops out from my some of my favorite heroes. So uh, that's who I <laughs> summoned. It's Free Guy from uh, or Guy from Free Guy, mm. or just you know what, just Ryan Reynolds. Just, just, just Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, just Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> not, not Deadpool Ryan Reynolds. Not Free Guy nope. Ryan Reynolds. Definitely not Green Lantern Ryan Reynolds. But hey, just Ryan Reynolds. Hey, no. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't his fault. Yeah, uh, right, right. Green Lantern is perfectly fine. The writing just wasn't. Agreed. I mean, it, it went, it went weird. Um, and you know, he, he, he mocks the CGI suit, but I thought the CGI suit actually did pretty well. I mean, <laughs> how's it any different? No, I'm thinking of something else. Then the the Flash with then all the, the CGI Cage animation Superman on it. Superman costume. <laughs> the so, at, I've mentioned uh, this person on Pokemon Go podcast, but I don't think I've ever mentioned him on Wise and Nerdy. There's this um, autistic kid at my church, and mm-hmm. he always comes up to me and wants to talk about movies, right? And so he he came up to me. It was either this past week or the week before, and um, we started talking about the Flash because I I had just seen it and he asked if I had seen it. And he was like, "What's with Nicolas Cage Superman?" And he he had no idea that it had ever even been a thing. And I was like, "Yeah, no, they were starting to make that movie, and then they just never put it out." He's that like, was one of the best what? Easter eggs what? in the Flash movie. <laughs> the fact that he, they did that. He he said basically his opinion was that uh, Nicolas Cage just looked super goofy because of the hair. Oh, so. he did. Like that was the that was kind of the <laughs> point. Like that was a dumb, dumb, dumb idea. But the fact that they included him in the Flash movie yeah. was fantastic. Yeah. And and when you saw him fighting the giant spider, that yes. was from the original script. Yes, like I know. it was supposed to be one of the big fights in the movie. <laughs> it was the it. dumbest thing ever and the problem that for me that I really have a hard time putting my my head around Kevin Smith was involved. No, he wrote the whole thing. <laughs> no, sh- I don't I don't admit that. So, so <laughs> but but well and and honestly you hear Kevin Smith talk about it and he was like, "Yeah, they wanted this stuff and I'm not sure why, but I just went with it." Um but I did like so, the fan surf. Knowing the story, I loved seeing the moment where the Earths were coming together, and they did that. Okay. Yeah. So just, so, just know, yeah, just like, hey, I am in the smaller circle that knows what that is. Yes. Real quick, before we tangent off of this, well, tangent, I'll get back on <laughs> off this tangent. So Kevin Smith was given specific things that he had to write into the script. Yes. Got that's it. My, that's my understanding. That that's yeah, kind of like. Properly, so that's kind of what Star Wars, the Star Wars books that are no longer canon. That's what they did is they hired a bunch of different authors along the way and said, "Hey, we need you to include these major story points." And so, uh, one of my favorite authors, R. A. Salvatore, wrote a couple of books, and he was told, "Hey, you got to kill off Chewbacca." And so he was like, "Great, what am I going to do with that?" And uh, so I. I mean, they're not they're not canon anymore. But uh, Chewbacca ends up throwing one of Han Solo's kids onto the Millennium Falcon as a as a moon is crashing into the planet and isn't able to get on himself. And the last vi- the last you see of him is him with his hands up, roaring at the moon as it's crashing on top of him. I'm like, I, mean, I if you got to kill Chewbacca, a... that's that's a pretty good way to that's, kill that Chewbacca. That is a good way. That really <laughs> is a good way. Yeah. Kurt, yes. look, Uncle Grandpa. He never <laughs> talked about that until the second after the second time he got COVID. So I'm pretty sure it's just a fever dream. I see. <laughs> I see. Well, except that I heard it right after Kevin Smith told his uh, Prince documentary story about Chewbacca. No, about that's Prince. not talking about. Ch- oh my god! Who cares about Chewbacca? Chewbacca is <laughs> he's dead. Like, Screw like, that dude. No, he's not dead, but he's very sad <laughs> because of Force Awakens. Yeah, he, he's very uh, sad. Sad. Well, sad Baca. You know, as much as Ryan Reynolds would participate in this show, and that'd be amazing. Uh, we have some people participating. We got civilian on base is here for once. 
So that's his his words, not mine. And then we got oh Gramrod. Gramrod is here. Gramrod. Haven't seen Gramrod in a long time. Yeah. So we got we got some some people's playing. So the question was, Joe, so they can answer it in chat. <laughs> uh, the question was, if you could summon any hero to fight for you, who would it be? So we definitely and, want to hear. And while responses. they're thinking about that and typing it in, what would it be called if you put Gramrod on speed dial? Oh, this is not bad dad joke time. I'm taking my headphones out. <laughs> you do not get to do this. It is not that segment. Instagram. <laughs> We're good. We're good. I mean, Kurt is trying not to. Kurt's just like, no reaction. Where's that disconnect button? Right. (laughs) Right. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) He disconnected himself. But, uh, uh, hey, let's roll some dice, shall we? Gramrod liked it. Gramrod liked it. I'm supposed to get us. Or, or Roll questions. that dice. No, not yet. Not yet. It's not me. That dice. That's me. Oh. <laughs> roll that dice. I'm going to no. roll freaking face. <laughs> well, I don't know what you're doing. I'm giving us the, the, some of our previous answers. Uh, uh, but you got me all distracted uh, with I your see, one I punch see. man crap. You know, well, so, uh, civilian O base says Saitama <laughs> from One Punch Man. He can't be bit, beat. That, there you go. That's exactly what Kurt said. You know, you know what I have to say to that? Have a nerdy day. <laughs> okay. Am I not? Things uh, not logging in right. All right, Joe, go ahead. Just roll the dice. It's, it literally is going roll seriously nuts. Dice. <laughs> Come on! I really did Come roll on. a six, though. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh, Charles! <sighs> the Energizer Bunny was arrested. Oh no! He was charged with battery. <laughs> Charles, uh, you and I have been talking about doing a new show together. (laughs) Right, Kurt? (laughs) Right? Um, Let's just say there's a place that we'll be going that, you know, might have some letters in its name that maybe Joe doesn't need to come. Maybe he didn't need to come. Just just say it. You know what? Civilian on base has the perfect response to that dad joke. Slow clap. No clap. No clap. (laughs) But but the Energizer Buddy, he can't be beat. Just all like right. so, <laughs> all right. To, to cleanse your palate, to cleanse all of our palates, I have one question of the week that has been answered. It was a little while back. Family dreams, nerd chats, and dicey jokes. A wise and nerdy podcast mm-hmm. adventure. And the question was, what would you do if you won the lottery? And Sophia Swifty Chavez, two months ago, unfortunately said, buy Taylor Swift concert tickets, play tickets <laughs> so I can get to the concerts, and Taylor Swift merch. And that would blow the entirety of your lottery winnings. <laughs> you know, there was a uh, a Taylor Swift cosplay photo shoot at Dragon Con. That, I, I believe. Surprise, exactly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no surprise. Yeah. All right, so, now that our palettes have been cleansed. Roll that dice. Not again. Oh, that was another bad dad joke, but we will. I have Can one. You no. <laughs> did you hear it, Charles? I did. did. I did. And that was the perfect voice because uh, the Kenya dig it. We're finally, after three weeks of me bumping it, we're talking <laughs> about can you dig your kids having friends? Uh, and no, my answer is no. I, I just, I do not. I mean, I want my kids to have friends. I do. I want them to participate and, and have that camaraderie and that friendship. But oh my God, the people that they pick for 99% of the people that my kids, you know, want to hang out with. No, I you know, good. Mike wants to weigh in on that comment. I oh, know he Wait, doesn't. Am I the butt face? <laughs> um, I, you know but okay joe you've got three boys of varying ages obviously your youngest probably doesn't really 
have friends. I can't remember how young they are, but they're three to four, right? I mean, you're yeah, he's four. Yeah. So it, that that was understanding. You have a nine or ten year old. Yeah, uh, he'll, my oldest will be eleven next month. Okay, so him and him months. and my daughter, my youngest daughter, are about the same age. So mm-hmm. okay, definitely old enough to have gone to schools and made some buddies and buddettes or whatever you go. So can you dig? Like when they invite that kid over, and then your house goes, <laughs> we don't do that in my house. You know, it depends <laughs> on the kid because there are definitely some of their friends that I'm like, oh, you again. And then there's other ones that I'm like, hey, yeah, that sounds fun. Do you try being the cool dad? I don't have to try, baby. <laughs> I'm the cool dad all day long. I was talking to Joe. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, you have to try to be me. Is that what you got to do? Uh, no, I I am the cool. I am the epitome of the cool dad. I don't have to try. No, but uh, I mean, I, my my kids are always like, Dad, pull out the lightsaber, or Dad, show our friends this, yeah. or Dad, you know, it's like, okay, so basically, I might not be cool myself, but I've got cool stuff. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. I, I guess what I'm what I was wondering is, and for both of you, uh, do you worry about impressing their friends? Oh God, no, no. Yeah, I'm really. gonna scare them off so they don't come back. <laughs> yeah, see, that's weird. I took a different tact. I actually tried to be the dad um, who was there, and so the kids would want to come over more. Um, uh, not not necessarily because of me, but because. Um, I allowed them to do fun things while they were there. Oh no, they can get away with murder at my house. Just, yeah, murder is not always fun. <laughs> you just haven't done it right, Kurt. Let me hang out with me long enough. I I'll said not there. always. Oh, <laughs> you murdered your own oh, self. Man. By the way, everybody, Kurt's half the man he used to be. I mean, in in seriousness, he, he is. You've lost almost fifty percent of your weight, man. Getting it's, there. It's I'm getting there. You're getting there. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, we're we're going to talk about that after the show for Patreon. I want to ask you about that. So sure. your original tag was you know, 75 hard survivor. Uh, so we'll bring that up for sure. Oh, you but, changed um, my tag. I didn't even know. I did. That. You're the real Uncle Grandpa. <laughs> I did. I, it's official. It's canon. Unless it's Star Wars, it's going to get retconned. Um, but, you know, I have the cool stuff like Joe. They come over, there's VR headsets. Right. Yeah. There's each of the kids has their own little cabin that has a TV in it and some kind of something to do. Um, we're always doing something and having fun and, and going to festivals and whatnot that their friends come along. Uh, but for the most part, I don't want their friends to like me because I don't want to have that moment where the kid just won't go away and i know you're supposed to be out playing with your with my son but you know you're doing this thing on the xbox no i just want and then and then to tell myself a little bit then there's certain things you can't really do when someone else's kid is in your house let me tell you here's Whoa. one here's one uh besides you know Curry gonna be talking about walking around naked That's, I, I stopped him don't worry about it <laughs> But uh, botch or not botch, yeah, well, botch. But we had the second or third year we did the barbecue at my house after Dragon Con. Um, I come home, and of course, we're all exhausted, tired. There's beer everywhere, there's other things that are everywhere, and we're just talking about yeah, like Charles's. All, yeah, <laughs> we just show we just all came off of Dragon Con, and so we're talking. Right, like we would. We're not in front of an audience, so you it's it's effing awesome and this and that and the other and so on. And then these two strangers come up who I've never seen before, and they're just walking on my driveway and I follow them. Can I help you? Like, oh, oh we're so and so's parents. I'm like, my daughter, who was 12 to 14 at the time, um, she's 16 now, so probably between 10 and 13, somewhere in there. Too young to have her friend over at this party. Uh, and and the, her friend was there, so her, their parents come up during us doing our thing in the yard and everything. I mean, still early on the party, you know, we weren't you know all super bad or anything. That I think that was the same night where uh, uh, certain questions were asked by females of our group. They wanted to know things. Uh, it was it's. I'll tell you in Patreon. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, I'm like, where are you going? I've never seen you for. Why are you walking in my yard? And then I found out my wife had said it was okay for a flight. I I. As subtly as you can after a Dragon Con where you think you're talking like this, but you're really up here. I chewed my wife up a little bit. It's like, 
What is wrong with you? You do not let somebody else's child come to my house when we're going to have this party. This is like my safe space where I can say the most horrible <laughs> things to my people because they're more horrible than me. So let, let's just get this straight. <clears throat> Charles just admitted that a little kid makes his space unsafe. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> because my wife, because my wife, and I want to ask you this, Kurt, because uh, you raised kids in, in a slightly different time. And, and Joe, you, you're in the Mormons, so whatever, Cthulhu, I don't know. Uh, but my <laughs> wife, my wife, she will get just arbitrarily mad about that stuff. Like, this is my house. You should be kid. You can't cuss. The bleep you say. They need to know this is my house. I don't care. So anyway, I want to ask both of you. How do you change your behavior or do you feel your spouse, whatever? Was there a reason for you to change your behavior in front of somebody else's kids? Obviously, that's one of my big gripes. For me, it is. Uh, and, and I do. Um, because I but here's the thing. I always read the room. Um, no matter what situation I'm in. So having kids over is just a it's just another situation. Are there times yeah. where, where I, I wish that I could just be myself in my own house? Yes. But if we have people over, that changes. It just changes um, because that's just what's required. It's like going to work. You don't, you're not exactly 100% yourself at the office. Okay, but it's, you can imagine since it's my office and I run it. Yeah, no, 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 no. But that's not. But but Charles, you're being disingenuous on that, because but because even even at um, the EMS, when you're when you're in your own office, when you're running the place, you still have to deal with things like oh, I don't know, like HR issues. Yeah. If you if you're 100 percent just loose. Fun that, that's you Charles know, you is just, a walking HR issue. <laughs> <laughs> the second. The second anybody even tiptoes near anything that could be bad, I immediately just put my hands over my ears and start yelling, HR, 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 and it's, it actually lands every time. So and you like, don't do that at home. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that'd be weird because my wife's like, who's Aaron, her? Aaron, Aaron, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> the power of HR okay. compels you. So, I mean, there's a there's a read the audience, but you know, I don't know. There's there's I, I know I know what you're saying. Yeah. I know what you're saying, but but I actually do alter based on who's there. All right, Joe. What about you? Yes. What? Oh my God! This is how a show works. You <laughs> we follow are, along with I the topic. I already, I already said stuff. You, you, said you, stuff you, you just forgot. No, no. Yeah. yeah. No. We talk. We're talking about changing your behavior because you think we you already had that. Dis- they already had that conversation. Oh my God! In fact, you had it as. As like a can you dig it a couple of episodes, but Charles is hyperventilating. He's not, he can't take it. There's stabbing in the eye going on. Great <laughs> podcast. Great grog. <laughs> That's the title. That's the title of the show. Hyperventilating in the bag, stabbing in the eye. Great podcast. <laughs> Cats and dogs living so together. We, so- hysteria. We, since we got a good voting system now, are it's two thumbs up, dig the kids' friends, and one thumbs down? Is that because I'm the thumbs down? Is that is that how we landed? I, I said depends on the kids. Uh, okay, so it's 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 a three way tie. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. All right. Roll that dice. Do the puppet with you. Oh no 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 no! I heard word. I heard word. So, Daddy, Daddy Joey underscore Artie, can you no. can you tell me a story of your new job and team and how that's been going over the last couple of weeks? It is not at all was what I was expecting to be completely honest. And we still actually don't, I don't have all the access that I need to even do what I what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, but basically I'm not a programmer anymore. Not really. Um, I am basically a server administrator now. Um, so even though they were specifically looking for people with programming experience in the job description, uh, that's not what I'm going to be doing, (laughs) what I'm going to be doing. Um, so we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, they, they, work really weird 
hours and I'm still trying to figure it out. Like uh, before it got canceled, there was a chance that I was going to miss tonight because uh, they we they were doing server upgrade. Our, our team is doing server upgrades tonight at eight. And apparently they do a lot of um, a lot of work on Friday nights as well. So we'll we'll see. I'm still trying to get a feel for it. So civilian on basis server admin is nice. Yeah, yeah it can be. Uh, it it's I'm I'm finally getting my Outlook rules set up to where my Outlook is usable again because we had we get like 500 automated emails about the health of our various servers, and so that per day we get like 500 automated <laughs> emails, and so uh, I I think I finally have all of those into a readable format in my Outlook, uh, so that I'm not missing emails from actual people that are <laughs> submitting requests and stuff. Um, a lot of the job seems to be reactionary. Uh, we we get requests, we fulfill requests, and we update servers as far as I can tell. So sounds kind of cushy. So so yeah. Paul Vert, can you give some advice to Joe about some server admin things that he might have to look out for? Yeah, so so really, actually, uh, change your Outlook rules so that the critical alerts go to a separate folder so that you get those and can monitor just that folder. Particularly that after hours. Good... Yeah. Particularly after hours. And, and only because that's my life. <laughs> so, so, so I also, at some point, had whenever a server goes down, it texts me. Yeah, that they one of the first things that my new team lead did was uh, request a a work phone for me. Yes. So now now I have a work phone. What is it? Uh, what is it? What is it? And I, yeah. it's an iPhone 13. Okay, that's all right. So, What's well, the phone I, number? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I I don't even have it memorized. We um, just want to back you up. Yeah, buddy, we're just here to help. But yeah, so my personal phone is still an iPhone 10. <laughs> So pretty old, but that, that phone, my work phone, because I only use it for outlook and, uh, for, uh, teams, basically, I think I've received one automated call from our work system and uh, one automated text from our work system. So other than that, it's teams and outlook. I charged it last Wednesday and I didn't have to charge it again until this morning. Yeah. So, so yeah, but but seriously, if you can get critical alerts to come through on that, if you're getting so few messages anyway, that will be very helpful because then you'll know when it's important. Well, so we have monitoring set up to generate uh, critical alerts and call whoever is on call. So we, we do have that set up. Even better. Yeah, yeah, which actually my first assignment is to add on uh, some more monitoring. So there we okay. go. So, so actually, that will involve a little bit of programming, but not much. Scripting more than programming, really. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You are spot on. It, well, be... I, I work for an MSP. That's it's yeah. like kind of what we do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'll be it'll be a scripting thing that checks the endpoints of some of our web services, and um, so it'll log the health of them, and then we will set up. We have a separate monitoring team, and we'll be like, hey look for this in this log file. And if you see basically the word error, ge generate a ticket and give our, our on-call person a call. So, which ironically, the monitoring I'm set up will help my old team. So my first, <laughs> my first assignment is to help my old team. I love it though. You get to be the, the, the great white hope. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Why are you going to bring hope into this? <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. Uh, you know, I'm sure he was maybe... just talking about the wasp. Are you? Why, well, her name is Hope. Of uh, whatever. Moving on. Oh my! <laughs> wow! I make a comic book reference, and Charles is just like, "Huh? What?" Are well, you even a fan? Oh no, no! Your Kurt and I went to the same place. Yeah. yeah so we Joe, you didn't understand the context of the previous not. comments. <laughs> that's, that's okay. Well, we'll it's okay. Moving on. Kids, ask Respect. your dad. 
we're so canceled. All right. Roll <laughs> that dice. <laughs> oh, man. Time for a commercial break. Oh, yeah. Okay, Kurt, you ready? We're going to try so. to help Joe not blast out the music, but Joe, you, you think you got it? You got it? <laughs> Let me turn oh. that down All a right. little bit because it is definitely way too loud coming All right, in. All right, kiddos. This you is ready? Goes. No, no, no. I will explain to our audience, our <laughs> loved ones, our, our favorite <laughs> children, how this is supposed to go. Music is supposed to come out soft. Kurt's going to hit the Patreon thing. This is going to come up. We're going to jam out for like 34, five seconds and just chill and have fun. And this is going to come down and Kurt's going to hit call your dad. All right. Let's see how this goes. Okay. Do you like supporting nerds? Do you like daddies who know what they're talking about? Then go to patreon.com slash wise underscore and underscore nerdy because they couldn't get it all one word. (laughs) Become a patron today and vibe out with us to this Really cool techno chill music. I love you. <laughs> Get louder. Car, he took he took the volume down again. It is. <laughs> Why you gotta be like that? <laughs> Call your daddy, jerk. <laughs> Work out Don't your you daddy think they issues. want you to call? Call your daddy. He's not heard from you in months. <laughs> Why is like a nerdy.com slash call dad? We're turning this car around. We're turning this car around and we're going home. I'm sorry. My favorite is the children. Your your peepaw Kurt and embrace the drunk uncle over here. Can't get it right. Oh my god, right? Yeah. Now the first time first, I'm gonna get you a clock, Joe. As 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 part of being don't hit no buttons. As a part of being a, a, a great member of the show, I'm gonna get you a clock, and it's gonna count up to 45, and that's it. Because your 30 seconds and God's 30 seconds are about 25 seconds apart from each other. <laughs> if you like rants like these, call your daddy and leave a voicemail. <laughs> com slash call dad. Roll that me, dice. Daddy. <laughs> oh my goodness. Roll that dice. <laughs> oh man. What are you nerding out about now? All right. Uh, this gets to be me. I get to take off on this one. Uh, so, I love tech, right? I love doing tech. I love of uh, it. Just when I, and I love solving the problem of tech. Now, I'm not like these two gentlemen who really get into the code and the servers, and and, and I like the consumer side of it, right? The, the tablets and the phones and making sure that works and how to get people to get what they need where they need it. And uh, I run your company. And I used to run two companies, but we split it off and I have a cohort running it and we're side by side, except, except I've done all the tech for both companies for over a year now. And we're actually, the reason I'm in a hotel, we're traveling uh, to mid Georgia because we've bought another ambulance service and we're rolling them into, to our company. And, and so I am down here, just you get phones set up and getting them distributed, getting 20 iPads. So I've learned Apple business essentials and how to use that. And I've had to be on the phone with Apple twice this week, but I actually took a picture of me in my hotel room uh, two nights ago where I had my laptop playing like blow deck or something, whatever I was watching. Then a new laptop being booted up and fixed or set up an iPad, get booted up and fixed. And, and uh, iPhone all like, this is my happiest place. I'm constantly just playing with gadgets and moving things. So um, it hasn't been made official yet uh, as far as like how much I'll get paid. But I'm going to be for the second company that I used to run that I don't run anymore. I will actually work for them directly as a CTO, so chief technical officer. And man, I am just having so much fun with that. And and, and that's why I asked, like, what phone did you get? What phone? Because I just rolled out 14 to all my people, Joe. I like my people better than your company likes you. Um, 
Okay. But I will tell you, and I don't know how much you got. I saw the invoice for my phone. My company only paid like 150 bucks for it. Oh, no, my iPhone 14. Okay. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, we have a special uh, program for, for ambulance companies, first responders, those kind of things. So it's a thing that started after 9-11, and we use it because the signal is there for all of us. So it's like a low band, so it reaches further and clearer and all this other stuff. But there's a government stipend that goes with it. So the iPhone 14s that I bought, were $29 a piece. You know, so yeah, it was it was not like I went over the top and and dunked on or anything. Mm-hmm. But I I think Kurt, you've got a you might I'm sorry about the tell. I think you might have a similar story with gaming and Joe, I uh, I would like to see if it lands on you somewhere, but I used to always be envious of the tech, right? Oh, I wanted a new phone or I'd love to have an iPad. I now carry iPad, iPhone 14, uh, Samsung S23. Uh, uh, <laughs> there's some other tech. Oh, yeah, some hotspots to keep testing those out and so I can troubleshoot them. The fastest thing to get your, you, you off of wanting tech all the time is to deal with tech all that. Once you've rolled out your <laughs> iPad and going next, next, next. Yeah, I don't hardly touch my iPad unless I have to do work anymore. And I used to play, you know, uh, um, Strike Force on it, Kurt. So, yep. is there something? Because I know you used to do stuff with games, and yep. gaming companies. Did that kind of turn you off of playing for a little while? It, it turned me off of phones for a long time. So, when w- the last gaming job that I was in, uh, we did uh, mobile phone versions of. Uh, we did a lot of of versions of Namco games. So, Pac Man. Uh, Galaga, just like all of the Namco, like fundamental arcade sure. games. Um, and because when, when we did them, this was 2004, 2005, 2006, before the iPhone and the Androids came out. Oh, so yeah. it was all Java based and all the sizes were non-standard. So literally I had a wall next to my desk with 120 phones. Oh, wow. Um, because you had to test them on each individual phone because there were no emulators. And, mm. and, and what they had for emulation to, to really write the code were terrible. It didn't matter. You still had to load them on the phone. Mm. The worst thing about all of that, power bricks. Because everybody had a different standard back then. Oh, yeah. And so the rule of thumb was if it fits, it works. <laughs> you remember, you remember uh, the Nokia snake bite? Yes. Table? Oh, my God. Yeah. That was the worst. Yeah. So, and, and we had all of that, like from the StarTax to the, to the oh. Motorola Razors. Um, and, and it was just, and we had to test on them. So having people testing, using the little phones Uh all day long it was terrible so when we when we each had to buy our own phones for just home use just get me a phone i don't even care i'm just going to use it as a phone i don't (laughs) like i don't even need to text just give me a phone yeah it was Uh, terrible yeah when you when you're inundated with tech you just don't want to deal with it as much yeah (laughs) because you have to what about you, Joe? What about me? What? what? Do, do you have Tech? a similar? No, do no. you have a similar story? Something that you've done and you loved it, but then you did it so much, like no, I'm yeah, kind of good. Yeah. Did you ever have to work with a, with a piece of text so much that like, you didn't actually want to use it outside? Or, of work? or like, like, like when, when my kids want to keep playing the same game over and over and over and over and over again. I've, yes. I've never had that happen. Ever. That <laughs> Fruit salad. Oh. Okay. No. Although I, I, I was playing Halo 1 with my four-year-old tonight. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, uh, real quick, the civilian on basis programming is that for me. It, it sounds yeah. like it was into you know, hobby programming until they had to do it so much. And, yeah. uh, so and now we're transitioning to you. So let, let, talk about, before you get to your next thing about what you're learning out about, because you asked me, you talked to me maybe on the Patreon stuff about, I'm going to play Halo with my kid. Like, are you going to threaten the teabagging? I mean, what are we doing here? 
<laughs> we were playing the campaign. We're slowly working our way through the campaign on easy, me and my four-year-old. So, Have you watched the original Red versus Blue? Oh, see. Uh, some of it. Yeah. Do you think by, okay. by rooster teeth? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So do you think that's something you could after you played this game a little bit with your son, you could watch that with him? No. The kid's no. four. The kid's four. That's a big a big a big no. Um I don't remember There's a lot of language in Red versus yeah, Blue. I thought they language. bleeped it out. Oh I I don't know, maybe, but I I remember that yeah, no, it's it's not kid friendly. You know, these are some. This is one set of friends I'd allow my kids to have. Send your kids over to my house for a weekend. Civilian on base says no, they don't. They okay. do not bleep it out. I don't remember. You know. Yeah, but so, again, okay. Even if they didn't, Pepperidge the Farm remembers. <laughs> he has three kids, Kurt. Well, but he said he was playing with his four-year-old. It's true. So what's funnier than a four-year-old being like the dumb one on red versus blue? A three-year-old being like the dumb one. <laughs> my, my, I don't, tonight, my four-year-old hopped in the tank and just started shooting our allies left and right. Oh, so like uh, Charles during, during, oh, during no, no, any no, no, game, no, no, <laughs> whenever he plays the first player's the first person shooter. He's just like, blam, blam. I tried to get out the Look, words. I got a headshot. Oh, no, no, no. No, what, no, no, no. What was, the, what was the pirate ship one where you blew up your own ship? Sea of, sea of bleak holes. Sort of. <laughs> that one, that was an accident, Kurt. It was an accident. Oh, yeah, sure, yeah. sure it was. You keep saying that. <laughs> every time after that, every time after that I played, I tried to find a, a barrel and somebody would would sniff it out and put me in the brig. Every time after that, whenever anybody did that, we called it a McFall. I know. But Joe, Joe, that's not what we're called to talk about. We are here to talk about uh, what you're nerding Let out about. Daddy decide. Okay. No, it's not, it's not Daddy decide. You're still going to talk about what you're watching on Max right now. Uh, so. Last week I talked about how uh, my wife and I watched the Flashpoint Paradox on HBO Max or just Max nowadays um, because we were disappointed with the Flash movie. And so um, I had forgotten that that was the, the first one released of that particular animated series. So now we've started to go through and watch all of the Justice League ones because at the end of each of them, they have a stinger basically telling you which one you're supposed to watch next. And so now we've watched... Um Oh, what was the, so we watched the throne of Atlantis just the other night, but we watched another one. We watched three of them now. So what we watched about? flashpoint paradox and then we watched, um, Oh, justice league war. And then we watched oh, the throne cool. of Atlantis. And so the next one on our list is justice league versus teen Titans. So, so did you watch uh new frontier? That's what I was going to ask. No. Because New Frontier might be well, the finest movie that they've released. Uh, yeah, hands up. But, 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 that actually came on the back. New Frontier came on the back of the three season arc they did of the Justice League. That was one of the best Justice League animated series they ever did. And New Frontier was the, the capstone for that. Yeah. Well, yeah, and the. This one, New Frontier, apparently came out in 2008. So that that yeah. is a predecessor to the, right, the series this. we're watching. It, it's not yeah. quite the same. So the, the movies are a little bit different. But go back and find. And I'm sure it's on a, it's on Max there. Uh, find the Justice League series, uh, which would probably be 2004 oh, yeah. through 2007, somewhere in there. I, I've been slowly watching that. Well, watching a bunch of the different ones with my kids. We've been watching that Batman Beyond and. Um, Static Shock. It's all good. It's all good. Like there's the, there's the animated bad. the animated stuff is really good for for DC. Uh, way way better than the movies. Yep. <laughs> and they yet they have yet to do Clayface as so perfectly as they did in Batman Beyond. Not Beyond. Uh, Batman, Batman series. Animated yeah, series. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. You're absolutely right. Absolutely yeah. right. That, and and honestly, so Static Shock. 
was done during the same years as Justice League. Yes. Unlimited, I think. It does. Yes. The second, yeah, the second yeah, part. Yeah. Because they did a crossover. Mm-hmm. And it was mm-hmm. fan-freaking-tastic. I mean, it was so good. And Static Shock, look, it started out as a milestone comic, you know, which was an offshoot. Dwayne McDuffie was part of that whole thing. And it was static, and it was uh, hardware, and there were a, there were a bunch of just a, un, you know, his his Dwayne McDuffie. The whole point was he was going to do black created heroes, and I'm getting dizzy. Um, so, <laughs> I don't, I don't care, doesn't know to say when. That's okay. Um, and 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 static was just part of this offshoot universe, and somehow made the jump, and it was so good. And the, the way that they did the crossover was fantastic. They showed him in the future even, and it was, just, it's, it's so good. And, and honestly, justice league, justice league unlimited, all of yeah. that, which really is all an offshoot of Batman, the animated series, um, and Superman, the animated series by extension. But, but, um, that whole run I go back and watch every now and then the whole thing just because it's so good. And they weren't afraid to do multiple episode story arcs. Yeah. Um, it was just just really well done. And and yes, New Frontier. And the, the is humor like, was spot on too. It was adult and yes, and, yeah. and youth. Yes, it was yes. great. Well, because that's something that, that DC I I feel is really really missing in their their feature films is they they don't really have humor and the humor that they do have is dumb and cringy. Well, that's because it would imply that you need to be a little happy in the DC universe, and that's not possible. <laughs> like, oh, oh man, uh, we talked about this a little bit last week, so I don't want to keep going on that rant, but but. but yeah. Don't be, afraid, what, don't be afraid of the light. You know, we're talking about <laughs> we're talking about participation, and here's something uh, that y'all just inspired me for. Because for once, I felt like a true nerd. Like, no, I know I was thinking the frontier. You brought it up. We can talk, de- and then you know, we can talk details on that. What if we did a? Uh, we can come up with a long time frame because we're all kind of busy, but we can do a little watch along for our <laughs> patrons, right? And say, hey, Joe, what's the next? you know, Max movie we need to watch. And we can all and say, okay, in the month of October, let's watch it. And by, by the last episode of October, let's talk about it. And so our patrons can actually participate with us in our discord and do that. Ooh, they do have new frontier on Max. I'll have yeah. to watch it. So let's do Hey, let's make new frontier the October watch along. Although, isn't there a Batman Long Halloween? Okay, there's that. There, but there's the one. Uh, it's not War, but there's the one. Gods and Monsters. Oh, Gods and Monsters is good too. Yeah, and that because that they go into a universe where Batman's a, a vampire. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, you could do Gotham by Gaslight as well, if we wanted to go down the gothic end of things. Um, so we'll pick one at the end of this. Uh, we'll pick one and we'll put it. We'll, we'll be talking about it throughout the next month. That sounds like fun. Uh, Grandmod says Long Halloween is good. Yeah. And on the podcast, of course, you don't have to be patrons, but as a patron, you will be in our Discord. In our Discord, you'll be able to, to to give thoughts and interact with us as we do it. But on the podcast, of course, you can email us. You can call in and, and come that, to that specific night and participate in the live chat and talk about it. Man, Long Halloween Part One is PG thirteen, but Part Two is R. Why? Watched all the parts of R, and you go every year. I don't hear it, sir. I <laughs> just don't hear it from you. So, I'm glad you were geeking out about that. It makes it, it's so much fun. All right, dear underscore. That's the last one. <laughs> do you want to do the uh, uh, speak pipes before we do this one? Sure. All right, so you've got the speech pipes. We've got three of them. Uh, they don't come labeled, so we're just going to have to guess uh, who is where. That is true. And if you want to send us a speak pipe, call your daddy. Leave a voicemail. <laughs> Eyesandnerdy.com slash. <laughs> That's not even me. That's all him, Kurt. <laughs> hey, it's random. All right, here we go. Speak pipes. 
Hello, yes, this is Mike Woodard. I think that you guys should stop using my voice and should only use VO by Kurt's voice. Oh, my God. It's so much better than mine. And you know, I really don't have the time to keep recording things. Did he call it to so, his uh, with the same message? For listening. I have a good say- night. I think I wonder, that is the same one based on the date that on no, the no, no. on the no 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 because I went it was new compared to what I'd already downloaded according to the site. Don't shake your head, Kurt. You don't know Mike's the same stroke. one. I was there. Mike, Mike only recorded Mike's it had once. A <laughs> Mike has had a stroke. He's the middle of the toe. So that that's that's Mike Fooder. Fake Mike Fooder. <laughs> All right, what's the next one, Joe? A hearty and heartfelt happy birthday to you, there, Charles. Glad to have you around. All right, so another year. Many so we, we must thank you. Thank you oh. for the heartfelt birthday wishes. <laughs> uh, I'm still looking for the Amazon packages. Uh, all right, well, don't worry about the last one because when I went to it, it had. I'm playing it again. Don't. I don't know about you guys, but I enjoy a good read sometimes. And some of my favorites are the books uh, <laughs> never written series, such as Running to the Outhouse by no. Wendy, illustrated by Betty Down. All right, I'm selecting all and deleting them all. We heard this last week. Yep, Charles. Look, they're marked as new. They're and, literally marked as not being And get off the stove. You're too old to ride the range. No. It's... <laughs> oh, my God. All right, so clearing those out. That's one good no. daddy. No, it's not. So, so let daddy decide. This one comes from TikTok. Am I the astronaut for not changing plans for a vegetarian? And I watched this earlier tonight as I was just chilling, you know, basically getting ready for the show. I'm on TikTok and I follow a bunch of the Reddit stories on TikTok where a robot voice reads the Reddit post. And this one's like, am I, you know, am I the butt face for not changing plans? So here's the story. Uh, kind of a family reunion type deal where there's 12 to 13 family members. You look confused, Kurt. I am. Go ahead. I'm, I'm listening. Okay, so 12 to 13 family members uh, who haven't seen each other in a while, are they're all adults. They're coming together to say, hey, let's kind of do this lunch, right? And 50% of the people coming, right, only half the group said, oh, let's eat at this restaurant because it's easy to get to. We like it. We're coming in from out of town, and we haven't eaten there. Why would we like to eat there? And one of the family members is a vegetarian. Now, the person who wrote this post is like, I don't know if she's a vegetarian for ethical reasons or for health reasons or what, but, you know, we didn't feel like we should change our plans for one person who, uh, <laughs> so I got to read that. <laughs> so puts it, he's confused because he didn't realize vegetarians actually existed. Fair enough. <laughs> yep. so, but, um, I've heard rumors. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so most of the Twelve out of thirteen people don't care. Yeah, we can eat here, no problem. One person is a vegetarian says there's nothing to eat there for her. And the guy who wrote the post, his wife said they should be changing the restaurant. No, we don't think twelve people should change for one person. Then there's an update, and the update is well, those are her words. One, she's a vegetarian, not for ethical reasons. So please don't bring. I guess this is a post she made. So please don't bring up your know, ethical meat and this and that and the other. She's a vegetarian because she had put on weight and wanted to lose weight. And the only thing to eat at the restaurant, even though her words were, there's nothing to eat there. The only thing to eat there was salads that came with meat, but you could ask for them without meat. And she said she didn't want to do that. And everybody else is just like, we're not moving for this family member. We're not going. So, Joe, keep all vert. Are we, uh, who, who's the, the, the astronaut here? Is it the, the guy who says we're not going to change our plans or is it the vegetarian? I mean, the vegetarian knew the, knew where they were going. They could look up the menu ahead of time and figure out what's what they did. And they said they did ahead of time. They didn't, there wasn't there anything there for the meat. other than like side salads with meat. Well, tell her to pack some broccoli in a baggie and bring it. <laughs> all right. So that's a, no, you're all good, family. Kurt? Yeah. So I think um, there's enough astrology to go around. Um, so uh, so here, here's, the th- here's the deal. Um, like, look, the vegetarian wasn't trying very hard. No question about it. Um, but 
the other family members, knowing that it might be an issue with this person, it might have behooved them. Look it up, Charles. It might have behooved <laughs> them to <laughs> to call the restaurant and say, hey, we've got a big party coming in. One of our party is a vegetarian. What can you offer? That could yeah. have happened. That could I, have happened. Absolutely. I'm more on that side. So my, my wife and I uh, were hosts, right, by nature. I'm a performance host and, and I like to entertain people. She's up coming to my house and let me feed you host. And let's make sure everybody feels comfortable. We don't use the word accommodated. I've, Joe looked up a hoof. It's a duty or responsibility for someone to do something. <laughs> on. So, so kiddos. The real kiddos, if you're 12 and under, I want to have a report next week from a parent saying, why is my kid saying behoove all the time? Because it's funny. Um, but I was like, yeah, you are the, the astronaut here because it's only half of the people picked. Other half apparently just didn't care except for one person. According to the story, that person did express, hey, why? Let's go somewhere else. Let's go over here. Um, and when it came out at the end, like the updated information that she had put on weight, so it's a health thing. Like she's trying to lose weight. Was there more options? I don't know. But but you have your the guy's wife there, and for me and my wife, we will make sure it doesn't matter what we think about it. Let's make sure everybody feels included because if this is a, a basically a family reunion from people who hadn't seen each other in a couple of years. Then why are we going? Everybody is cool except you, Ethel. Screw you, Ethel. You should have worked harder, <laughs> according to Joe over here. You pack, your, pack your broccoli and your travel milk, Ethel. Come on. Uh, so I, I landed fully on. Yeah, you are the the a hat over here. I, I saw a satire skit the other day where uh, a a person he had accommodated his vegetarian neighbors when they invited him over for uh, dinner. And so when the vegetarian neighbors invited him over for dinner, he's like, where's the meat? They're like, what? They're like, yeah, where's the meat? Just cause I eat meat. I'm a carnivore. I accommodated you when you came over, I cooked your quinoa salad. I, I where's my meat? Jerk move. Yeah. Like I said, it, it was a satire skit. Yeah. I get so I, the the other part of all this, honestly, dude, is, is that um, if if I'm going if I'm going with a big party and one person is a vegetarian, one one of the things that I would measure <laughs> um, is how much of an imposition would it be to even everybody else to move the venue. Because it might be worthwhile making sure that if nobody else is going to be inconvenienced, because we're not there yet. Sure. If, every, if nobody else is going to be inconvenienced and we can accommodate one person and make them feel included, then it might be worth moving. I mean, it, 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 yeah, I agree. And, I don't know. I mean, there's a, there's a, uh, my dear. So it, it's a restaurant, right? It, it's not that you had to cook something special, which I'm telling you, we eat vegan stuff in my house. We eat vegetarian stuff in my house. We eat meat stuff in my house. You know, we, we, we do it all. And I'm, I'm more in the Venn diagram. I'm more of a vegetarian than, than anything now. And, and what I enjoy, but I have found at most restaurants, I can find something that makes, now I'm not a full vegetarian. I'm not a vegan. So if I had to have it, I don't know. I don't pay that much attention, but I know I can always find a good Caesar salad, but I like my shrimp or my, my grilled chicken on it, whatever, you know, I, I take care of myself and there are more options out there, but in all honesty, you what, just put up to the group. If all 12 people went, no, screw you, Ethel. Well, maybe Ethel has a problem. You know, I, I don't know. <laughs> but I thought, see, this is funny, Joe. We finally got where we're trying to go, which is an actual taking two sides of things. And actually, what do you decide, daddy? So, um, so after after hearing Kurt and I wax poetically about the high road and how you should elevate your mindset, what do you still say, Joe? What, what do you think? Uh, 
I agree with Kurt that she she didn't try hard enough. There were things on that menu. She That's what you picked. took away from everything he said. Yep. That's what I took away from Kurt. Oh. Ethel didn't try hard enough. <laughs> there were things that she could have ordered to be a vegetarian. Oh she God. just was like, Ew, I don't want to have a salad. It would behoove Joe to listen more closely. <laughs> I heard what I heard. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, uh, and uh, you gotta wonder which veg, which uh, superheroes are vegetarians, and that's the show. Oh, I had a better way. You gotta call in Joseph Smith to fight for you in this battle. Roll that beautiful game. Follow these nerdy dads on social media: Charles at Rock God of Podcasting, Joe at Joseph underscore Ard. Check out the website wiseandnerdy.com. And as always, they may not be your father, but they'll always be your daddy. You better eat your meat or you're going home, Joe. (laughs) If they don't eat their meat, how can they have their pudding?